I will grab my beers and I'll be right back. And then you can say, welcome to Tagged Up. Or you can say that right now and I will be back. Oh, I don't know about that. That might be a bit dodgy. I suppose I should start recording. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Noda, and once again I'm joined by Adol Kerji. Hey. Hey. And Lucy Eward. Hello. Hey. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get away today, we'll get away. Um, we're going to drink some beers. We're going to play some games. Are we going to play some games or are we going to no, talk about games, games we can play? What am I talking about? We're going to talk I've about some games. I've got my Switch here. I can, correct. I can play some games. True. Lucy, you can Oops. play some games. Ooh. I suppose I am on the laptop so I can play <laughs> something as we're recording. Anyway, let's jump into beers first. Um, Adel and I, we have similar beers, don't we? Yes. Lucy has completely different beers. So Lucy, first, tell us what you're going to drink. First, I am going to drink a Earl Grey IPA, um, and it is from let's have a look Marble Brewery. They're in Manchester. Marble. England. Yes, Marble Beers Limited. Um, doesn't really say much. Um, it just says um, we have used timed editions of Earl Grey during fermentation. Alongside heavy infused hopping. The result is a citrus fruit aroma, smooth, sleek texture. Hop notes are brilliantly complemented by bergamot and a light tannic finish. Ooh. So that's going to be interesting. It will. Didn't Adol, didn't we once have a, a, a beer that was. Bergamot? Not Earl, not Earl Grey, but Bergamot, yeah. Yeah, we totally did. Do I know what that is? Do I know when it was? No, no, no. Of course not. That would <laughs> no, be no. way I think too it was... convenient. But I totally remember Bergamot. Wasn't it was an old episode with Alex? Ooh, I think it was around... It was definitely around the Alex yay or nay period. It wasn't early Alex. It was late Alex. I just don't know if it was later than Alex. Yes, yes. Um, it may have been when we were getting our um, Honest Brew subscription box, perhaps. I think, though, I think I had it with you, and it wasn't when I was in uh, Canada, so it probably was the three of us. Okay, cool, cool. Just the three <clears throat> of us. <laughs> How does it smell, Lucy? It smells like Earl Grey tea. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign, yeah. Just, um, just straight up Earl Grey, no- nothing much more with it? No, it smells like, yeah, it smells like iced Earl Grey tea. So. Okay. Definitely nice. got that aroma, you can smell that straight away. It's a very pleasant and inviting aroma, I should say. So. Yeah, yeah. How's it tastes? I can see you having a sip. Definitely got that hoppiness to it. Mm. Um, it tastes like... Earl Grey tea. <laughs> so, <laughs> Are you I mean, a fan exactly of Earl Grey tea? Um, Only when it's I don't really hot. drink a lot of tea, but I do like iced tea. But I don't really drink much of that. But Do you like iced tea more than ice cube? No. <laughs> no, I actually like ice cube more than iced tea, but that's a 
Topic for another day. Favourite rappers. Yeah. A topic for the music mm. cast that Adam's going to do soon. Mm. But it reminds me of... Um, Don't tempt me. Siren Craft do a... I think they do... I think it's called Vermont Tea Party. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, does sound familiar. I, I, think, I think I might have even had it on this podcast or a similar similar mm. tea beer from Siren. Uh, it tastes pretty much like that. Um, it's quite refreshing. It's hoppy. It's something that you drink on a nice hot summer's day. Nice. Um, I should say it's six point eight percent, which is Ooh. which is quite, you know, a high ABV, especially for an IPA, and it's more than I would have thought. But you, you can't taste that strength at all. Mm. In mm. The, uh, nice. It's always good, and we we always normally pick a beer when they're a little bit higher in alcohol that masks that alcohol a little bit more, that you're getting more mm. of the, the flavour um, than the actual alcohol content. So nice, good. Um, Adol, we'll jump into our beer. What have we already opened, sir? Uh, I'll allow you to... We have opened the uh, new brisk brewery, Ooh La La Amber Ale, 4.2%. It is an amber ale brewed with mainly Maris Otter Pale Ale malt and a touch of crystal malt and Munich. It's balanced by sweet, spicy notes with hints of citrus from the French hop Aramis. Oh, and the zest of 60 lemons. 80% standing up, 20% sta- sitting down beer. And the hops are Pearl and Aramis, and again, it's the Maris Otter Pale Ale Malt, Crystal, Munich, and Wheat Malts. There's not much on the nose at all. No. It's uh, very light. Uh, I mean, I am at a disadvantage because I've been packing house, so I am only on bottles. No, no glasses in the house. Ah, ah, okay. A deep maltiness there that's sort of like a rich sugar. Yeah, most of the malt, but the the sweetness there is like a like a like a really strong brown sugar again. I'm yeah, just trying to describe the maltiness. Slightly biscuity, perhaps. Yes, thank you. That is definitely what I was looking for. Mm. When mm. you were reading the description, you said did it say crystal malt. No, yes. I said crystal, crystal meth. Crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I almost said crystal meth while reading crystal malt because apparently Breaking Bad or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no crystal malt. Unfortunately, oh, okay. Lucy, this so isn't your off. secret way into the Sudafed nation. <laughs> um, the flavour of this beer, again, it's light. You do get a hoppiness to it. The malt sort of pushes through more than anything. Um, it's definitely a session beer, but it's got a nice long bitterness to it. It's got a plumminess that I really quite enjoy. Hmm. Plum, you say? Yeah, not in a super strong plum, but there's that roundness of fruit that I'm trying to describe. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, it's not a citrusy. No, no. That's why I was I thinking plum from the description. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't really get hit with um, the sixty all this, lemons. All this, yeah. Yes. Perhaps the zest will shine through a little bit more as it, it sits in the mouth and we we drink it a little bit more. So let's drink these beers. Want to talk about some games? Uh, Lucy, I'm going to come to you first. What have you been playing? Uh, not much, um, but I did download a little game on iOS, and it's called Kami 2. That's K-A-M-I 2. Um, it's basically a puzzle game mm. that's 
heavily inspired by like Japanese origami. So basically you have these single screen puzzles and it's these different coloured pieces of paper, all different colours, and the aim of the um, aim of the game is to turn each board, each screen, all the same colour. Say if you have yellow and blue on the screen, you want to get it all either yellow or blue at the bottom of the screen, or if you're on iPad, because it's also playable on iPad, you can select either yellow or blue, and so basically you turn the yellow part blue or the blue part yellow to get it all the same colour. Um, it's free. It's uh, It does have some microtransactions, but that's basically mm. for hints, if you want any. Okay. Mm. Because the game does get pretty hard. So you, are you having to, to fold mm. sort of sections of the screen over on itself mm. to try and switch the colours up? Um, it's basically a animation that does it. But it's very, um, it's, it's reminiscent of what you'd imagine if some, someone automatically did an origami um, right. thing for you. So you're not actually doing the folding. It's more of a fact of that you're having to solve these puzzles in a set number of moves. So Yeah, yeah you're so, timing when you're changing those colours. Yeah, 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 and it does get quite complex, um, hence why, you know... The microtransactions. Yeah, it's not yeah. the best part of the game because they are a bit egregious in how much they charge you for a set number of hints. I would just prefer it if I could just download it for I don't know three pound ninety nine or something like that. Just get the game, have as many hints as I like. But fortunately, YouTube solves all that now anyway. Yeah, so yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a bit of a catch twenty two because. At the same time, you want the developer to get some money because it is a good game, and it's um, the developer's state of play games, and they've made some really good games in the past. Um, Lumino Cities one, yeah, after nominated uh, game that they've made in the past. But but when the developer is, you know, m- making sure that you're putting a lot of money in it for those hints. Mm. At the same time, you, you don't want to give them that money because it's like I'd rather just pay, you know, give you five pounds or something. To yeah, buy completely. The game. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. But as I say, YouTube alleviates that situation, and I managed to complete all the puzzles. There are about 120 mm. in the game, so I did that over the weekend. It's it's a really nice, relaxing, chilled out kind of game. Easy concept to pick up, and. There's a level editor as well, so you can make your own levels. Oh, that's cool. There's daily puzzles, so if you're... Even though you're not paying for the game, there's still always content mm. coming through without you having to plug too much money into the game if you don't buy hints, those. But yeah, I mean, check it out. I, th- I think it's only on iOS. I don't think it's on Android. Okay. Um, I'd imagine it's coming to Android soon, probably, or maybe uh, later on this year. Um... But yeah, it's, it's it's a really nice game. It's chilled out, it's relaxed, and the puzzles get pretty complicated towards the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good number of hours of you know playing that. So no, so, it sounds yeah, it sounds sort of like the perfect kind of game for a uh, for a commute. Uh, yeah. you know, you're sat on the bus, you're sat on the train. It's something just to to chill out with. Um, you know, I think mostly the last um, the last week or so. 
um, I've been playing Pokemon Go, mm. and that's a very kind of active game. And although this does sound sort of very active, with Pokemon Go, you know, if you try to play it on like a bus or something, it would just be carnage because everything would fly past so quickly and yeah. I can't imagine you'd ever be able to play it on a train. Yeah. Um, but but this Kami 2 sounds sort of just like a nice chilled out sitting down experience. Yeah, it is. It is precisely. That's why it's on, you know, portable um, yeah. kind yeah. of system. Um, Kami, the first one, that I, th- I think that might also be free to play as well. Mm. Um, and you can buy like a premium pack with with just more levels. So, so yeah, I mean, check that out. That's probably a bit easier than Kami Two. I mean, Kami Two goes to ridiculous levels of hard. So if you're really looking for, you know, some brain teasers towards the end of that game, then it's it's for you. But uh, in terms of the first couple of levels, um, yeah, they're really relaxing and chilled. Nice. And, cool. Yeah. I am not on iOS, so I won't check that out unless it does come to Android. Or I noticed a trend that a lot of mobile games have started coming to Steam as well. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe. I wouldn't we'll see be. It come to yeah, Steam. I'm sure. I'm sure that's on Steam. To be honest, the first one. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But I think Apple had a exclusive event for it in London mm. um, last week. So I think Apple are probably going to try and keep it exclusive to their platform for as long as yeah, possible yeah. but I imagine it's going to come to Steam and Android later this yeah, year yeah yeah I can see Adol sort of scanning his screen are you checking your Steam library to see if you already own he, this he must no, have it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> actually scowling at the idea of so I have a big problem with direct ports to Steam because your interface is totally different yeah yeah. the current state of Steam is that anything can basically go although they have changed their green light process recently yes but this would translate very well to steam i mean because it is just you know point and click you can just do it yeah point point and click i mean there's more of a tactile feel to it especially with that kind of handmade paper well so this is what we were talking about thingy, but, last mm. week with tearaway and how it's better on the vita than on the ps4 because you have that yeah. tactile touchscreen sensation yeah and so I guess th- that's where my scowling was coming from because, it, yeah, you could sell it on PC, and I'm sure it's easy to port over, but that doesn't mean it's the same game in a certain yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, op- optimal experience is probably on mobile, but it, yeah. it wouldn't be too much of a diversion or a negative yeah, transferring it over. Yeah, I guess my point was, like, I, I it sucks that it, it, if it's an iOS game, it's easier to put on Steam than Android at this point. Um, even though Android would make more more sense given yeah. the uniqueness of the of the interface, and that's that's just what my scowl was basically. <laughs> no, I feel that's you, fair. Fair. In general, I think more games should be on more platforms. I I do think that yeah. if there is a reason for it to be on a specific sort of interface. That when it goes onto platforms that don't have that interface, it's it's kind of sad if there are other options. That's all. Yeah, but I think to be fair to them, they are a small developer. It looks like Apple were happy to have them on front page of like their new indie sort of um, splash screen on the on on the App Store. So I think you know there was incentive there. Right. So I think there's you know business reasons why it's not on Android, but. Business reasons always suck for people who don't have that particular platform. 
in any part of game, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. So yeah. Business. When, when is that ever done yeah. anywhere any good? Oh wait, that's the foundation <laughs> of our society. <laughs> uh. Oh dear. But I mean, it, it sounds interesting. I suppose it leads me on to me playing a little bit of Pokemon Go and getting back into it. Um, I have just written an article about almost a stream of consciousness about why I'm still playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> by the end of it, I still have no idea why I'm still playing Pokemon Go. Um, because they want you to. I did, I did ruminate on if it was just ingrained in me. I step out of the is. house, the phone comes out. And I and I click that tiny little icon and go. Look, there's you. a fucking Pokemon over there. I have no idea. Oh, the Pokemon's are fucking out. now. They <laughs> they've made it R rated, triple X rated. That's oh, I thought you meant O U R hour rated because it was now more of a uh, communal game. <laughs> that's right. I'm. Uh, that's right. This is a first. This is tanked up first. A deal is bringing it back to the PG realm. He is driving it back for the kids. Whoa, whoa, Which that sounds, sounds even not, worse yeah, now we've no, been saying no, that. I'm not, uh, I'm not endorsing Go. that. No. Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's shit. Is it? Is it still but, that bad? But, but it, I just, I don't know why I keep playing it. I just is it shit it. or is it just meh? I guess. Uh, alright, it's not alright, it's not shit. It is meh. Um, they've released all of these Generation 2 Pokemon. I haven't got a clue what any of them are. Yeah. But is this your, your, your unique um, set of nostalgia playing against the game, or is this that it's shit? It no, no. It's so there's there's that, uh, but I mean there's still issues with it. The the tracking um, for uh, your little eggs because you can hatch eggs as you walk. That's something that's been in the game from the start. Oh, I know um, because I played almost to level two. You did, you did. Um, they they just don't track very well, so you know that you've walked. You know, five kilometers in total, and it doesn't pop for another one kilometer. Um, it, you know, it doesn't seem to tally up with anything. The variety of the Pokemon that are available are just—it's the same fucking ten Pokemon. Pidgey. Pidgeys, Rattats. Um, oh, yeah. There's a Farfetch'd. That's one, one, right? Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd is a Pokemon. You know how I, I know that because of Adam Thomas and his yes. comments on on the Facebook. Farfetch'd is one I don't have. I've never seen it. Um, is there a... So... Oh, fuck. Um, oh. Did you never play Pokemon at all? I'm old. <laughs> I know, but, you know... Yeah. Did you ever feel like I'm a little baby enough. and play a little baby <laughs> game? No, I didn't play a little baby game. <laughs> That's right, I'm Looks taking the offensive on this age bullshit. Um, no, I, I've never played Pokemon. I never even have yeah. seen a full episode of the series. Uh, I did play Pokemon Go to the point where I got a um, Squirtle in my house. Yeah. And then I discovered that if I went to the gym, I was too low level to do anything there. And then I stopped playing the game. And that's my See, entire Pokemon experience. I do I know Pikachu's a thing. So. And Charmander. Yeah. yeah. And far-fetched, but I had to figure that shall out contextually through, because of Adam Thomas we, constantly doing the leak thing. No, let's not go through 150 yeah. now. Yeah, shall we? Go oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because I've never heard of that one or that one or that yeah, one or that one or that one. Only the first 150 matter. 
I mean, those are the only ones that matter to me. Right, so I think that's what Ben was saying before I derailed this, was that he doesn't know Gen 2, and so he has less of an attachment to the new release. So the grind is more apparent. That's understandable, though. Yeah, Because if I was to ever download this game, not that I ever will, because I left Pokemon in the 90s where it should have been left. Lucy's better than you. (laughs) But but it's just like, yeah, I'd... I feel like because there is a completionist attitude to it, you got, you know, you got to catch them all. all. I know that, that bit. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you guys. I know that bit. Yeah. So it's like if if you've got the because oh, also short shorts and suspenders. I, I think that's the thing. What is it? What? There's a character suspenders. who wears short shorts and suspenders. No. Um. There's only one character in the I'm game, which is you. Well, no, there's lots of characters. I meant in the, in the game, anime but, uh, or whatever the TV uh, show. Oh yes, there is. Um, yeah, there is. There's a, a girl that travels with him. Yes, I know Misty. what you mean. That's the one, Misty. Right. Yes, the ginger yeah. chick. Yeah. Yeah. Brock. In short shorts. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, so apparently, the the <laughs> one other on thing track. I know is so obscure that it's just. Tangential, to say the least. Okay, so, Lucy, <laughs> you were saying a thing. I tried to relate, and I derailed things. So, stand, par for the course. Um, it it doesn't even matter. I don't want to talk about Pokemon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Ben. It's like those games Your shitty game is shitty, Ben. Next like, topic. Hey, hey I'm, I'm happy to move on. Um, I don't know why I'm still playing it. <laughs> is it just because it, it's a game you can play at the time in which you want to just sort of do a thing? I think it was very convenient for me to start with. Um, It released the week that Evelyn was born. I had to take her out for very um, late night, early morning walks to try and settle her to sleep. And it was something to do when there was no one in the streets. And it's it's something that continued on. You know, I, I kept walking her at night in the sling to get her to sleep for for months so it was easy to jump out i did play rains for a little bit in between oh, i did like rain sort of and, yeah. and they've updated that as well they have they've just yeah. added a load of new cards as well um oh. so there's other games that have kind of crept in to that play time right um but pokemon go has has sort of almost been persistent because it's constantly being updated they're constantly doing events and changing things around so you sort of you kind of jump back into the cool i wonder what's different and then end up playing for a week do do you think part of it is the fact that like you do take evelyn for walks and and there's there is that geographic element that other games don't have Mm. i think so i think so i don't play it with any of the ar stuff on because it just eats your battery Mm. Um, so I'm not sort of looking down the street catching Pokemon. It's oh, okay. It's so still how do you firmly do it based. Because I thought that that was integral. Uh, it just gives you uh, it just gives you a backdrop to catch the Pokemon oh. against. Oh, okay. Um, but it, do, do, does your phone vibrate once you get near one or something? Or? It does. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's sort of turned on. It's, so you can kind that's of. That's why it's ingrained in you. It's like these people, you know, mobile companies. They spend millions and millions of pounds just trying to figure out ways to keep people engaged to yeah you know have the right triggers at the right time and everything like that i mean my advice sometimes is fallout shelter it's like oh, yeah. something it came to xbox one recently and for a while every time i turned on my xbox one it's like okay god it came over from work and it's like that's the first thing i gotta do yeah i played Check that a people. bunch on ios mm. you know before fallout 4 came out when it was an original yeah. mobile release 
And then at some point I realized that I just, it just, it, yeah, at some point the grind sort of made itself apparent and I was like, I yeah. want them all to die. And then <laughs> I left and they're probably all dead. Yeah, that was and me if they're not, well. I'll be sad. Like, <laughs> I mean, the novelty does wear off, but it's like the oh, yeah. sounds and, and all the little chimes and this and that, all little triggers that your brain just... Mm. And, and the fact and that, like, you can level up an uber character to. who's now being wasted on the shelter and just send them off to the wastelands to, to <laughs> yeah. get more people or get shit, and you're like, oh, cool, this character's now so OP, I'll just throw them away because they'll come back with shit. And now, exactly. now whatever room they were in is, is shitty because I was relying on that person. I've got to level up someone in that room. Yeah, it's just you know what the end game is in Fallout Shelter. You get to it and you're like, I don't need to play Wait, this. Is there an end game? To but that's the thing. You know what the end game is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Everybody's too OP. Yeah. All your rooms are upgraded to the max. You've got too much money. You've got too many caps, and it's like. Yeah, there's no struggle, there's no yeah, survival. I, I do wonder with Pokemon, if I had caught them all, whether I would have gone back to it. I mean, because there's still some of the original 150 uh, yeah. that I know that I haven't caught yet. So, you know, is that is that my end point? Is it once I've caught all of those, is yeah. that where I stop? Because I'm not interested in the Gen 2 Pokemon. I just I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, they're going to release at some point the Gen 3 update in nine months time a year's time whenever they do how many gens are there at this point oh i have no I idea there's only Five one or six, maybe. gen oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, god knows what they're up to right how are we doing for beers let's move on from pokemans yes that's indeed <laughs> as ben takes a good glug as i just as i just glug my final um. The death throes of my beer. Uh, Lucy, what are you drinking second? I am drinking a Motueka Triple from Six Degrees North. Oh, and it's a Cloudwater oh. collaboration. Oh. Yeah. She says Ooh. shocked, but really she knew this the whole time because we're professionals. No, I, I didn't read. I thought, I thought this came in my subscription box, but then I realised it's got a price on it, so I must have bought it. <laughs> I don't remember buying it. <laughs> but, don't even um, know anymore. Yeah. Just walking, I'll have that, I'll have that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's if craft brewers realized that they just changed their labels on a monthly basis, that we, they would just <laughs> mint money on us because we're just like, well, I haven't seen that before. I mean, we're totally understanding of things and read all the fine print. Um, so what? What? what uh, who are they collaborating with? Um, Six Degrees North. And Cloudwater, and it, it's... Um, yeah. It's a Motu Echo. Is that the yeah. right pronunciation? Okay. Is that say uh, New Zealand hop? It is. is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Know my stuff. Um, it says it's bold citrus and fresh lime notes. Um, the Motu Echo hop has been selected for its balanced flavors, expressed in combination with this exceptional strain of Belgian yeast. That's Sounds nice. So it's a, it, it's not a it's not a triple it, it's a it's a like a Belgian triple, yeah. Tripel? Tripel, yeah. Tripel. Yes, and it's that's when you're going down a mountain and you kind of slip up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is probably how you'll feel after after yeah. this beer, especially after the six point 
eight prior to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ado, what are you having second? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find the uh, Guinness Rye that we had talked mm. about. Um, so instead, uh, I did speak of this in an earlier episode, which was the Guinness West Dist Indies Porter, which I had on tap when I went to Dublin. And I thought yes. uh, I would talk a little more about it when I had it on tongue, if you will. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. So that is what I am drinking. And semi-thematically, you are drinking the Guinness? I am. Um, as you just mentioned, I'm currently pouring, so I can't really look at the bottle. Um, but it, ah, foam. It's going to be uh, the Guinness Rye Pale Ale. Uh, 5% comes in a 500ml bottle. Um, it's it, I, I, I've not seen it before. Um, I just happened to be in the supermarket, I think, week before last, um, browsing the beer aisle hmm. and, and just noticed it. Um, and as I say, I hadn't seen it before, so I thought, well, I'll just pick it up on the off chance that I might have it mm-hmm. when I've run out of beer or something like that. Um we had spoken before about trying sort of the bigger brewers, um, you know, forays into um, into craft beer. Yeah, so they're, they're sort of kind of unique things that they're trying to come out with. Yeah. It is, it is. Um, I'm going to ignore the first bit of flavour text because it talks about Guinness. But first brewed as a gift for friends, rye pale ale offers a rustic, peppery bite balanced with citrusy grapefruit mm-hmm. notes from mosaic and cascade hops. I'm glad they put a little bit of text on there about what's yeah. actually in this while you finish pouring that i will say the um the west indies porter has the brewers project oh, um flavor text a group of enterprising brewers yep. on a quest to explore new recipes reinterpret old ones and collaborate freely to bring exciting beers to life with origins in an 1801 entry in our brewers diaries guinness west indies porter is complex yet mellow hoppy with notes of toffee and chocolate um, and it is some six percent. Some percent. Yeah, it's some percent. It's six percent, uh, and it's, it comes in a half liter bottle. It has a um, distinctly um, portery sweet smell, so that sort of almost berry ish that comes yeah. with porters mm-hmm. in, in the sweetness. But not like not, not a solid berry, but that that certain something that makes something berry t- um, berryish. Mm. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, Lucy, yeah. how does your smell? Uh, it sort of reminds me. Well, same brewer, I guess, but it sort of reminds me of the cloud water. Um, one of the um, double IPAs that we had. Okay. Right. Any uh, which which one? In particular, I'm trying to think because um, it, it's quite. <laughs> is it your favorite, or the other one you called it your favorite, or the one before that you called your favorite? <laughs> I think it was the one that um, I wasn't a massive fan of. The, I think it was a nine. No, this is nice. Don't get me wrong. Okay, okay. Um, it just it just has that sort of. It's got the same, practically the same color. It's mm. a pretty well, it's pretty opaque. Um, Sort of uh, yeah. dark straw color, so sort of unfiltered um, uh, half of wheat, half of isony sort of yeah, milk. yeah, and it's got a sort of thick thickness to it, sort of viscosity to it, um, the the taste, and um, but yeah, it's, it's actually I, I much prefer it to the um, double IPA uh, version nine that we had. 
okay. a few, few months ago. Nice. But yeah, it's, it, I think it's a more sort of refined version of that. So, was it the version 10 that I had? I couldn't remember. No, I really liked the, the version. version the version like, 10 mm, you really liked and then the version yeah. 12 that you really liked. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like a step between, it's like a version 9.5. Okay. So, nice, nice. But yeah, it's, I actually really like it. But, um, Good. But yeah, you can taste the alcohol in it. It's quite strong. Mm. But but yeah, it's. it's it, it, I wouldn't say it's. Um, what was it? Eight point five. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's unpalatable, and you can drink it fairly easy. But you can taste that alcohol at you know the back of your throat um, towards the end, and yeah, it's a bit of a bitter aftertaste as well. But yeah, Ooh. it's nice. Good. Um, this rye pale, this the nose is incredibly sweet. Yeah. And you're you're definitely getting that rye coming through in the nose. Um, and, and flavour wise, it's you're getting the same in the flavour as you are in the um in the nose. Um, you're not getting a big sort of hoppy flavour, but you can tell that they're there. Uh, it's it sort of the rye kind of overtakes everything. Interesting. In this. Mm. Um, and there's not there's, there's barely any bitterness to it at all. It's kind of just like a sweet level sort of taste with a little bit of dank hoppiness sort of towards the finish. Not much. Mm. It really doesn't come through very much, but it's kind of there, mm. almost where you would expect a bitterness to be. And it and it fades really quickly as well. Um, it's actually nice enough that and fades so quickly that. It's going to go down very swiftly, I think. So, so I think that's that's something that the um, the porter has in common with this rye ale is that, um, despite the fact that it has a, I mean, it's very unmistakably portery, but also unmistakably Guinnessy. Um, okay. So, that, so, the, so that roasted maltness that a, a regular Guinness has is definitely there, but it doesn't have the the creamy smoothness, which I'm sure your rye ale doesn't have either. Um, no, no. But uh, so it sort of the malts seem to be what's the, what what are the common characteristic at least between regular Guinness and this one. Um, but the portery, um, except for a lingering bitterness, the sort of the malts um, and the toffee nature really don't last that long in in your mouth. Okay. So you you, you could easily take another sip just to refresh your palate. Mm. It's just the tip of my tongue, which kind of betrays sort of a lingering bitterness. But other than that, it's like, oh, I want to refresh this taste. And I think it sounds similar to the, what you're describing the rye ale. Yes. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's move on to another game. Adol, what have you been playing? I've been playing the game of Moving House. And, you have. And that's where you pick up your fun? DVDs of that bizarrely enter, uh, popular show and you put them set down somewhere else. <laughs> Which popular show? A house. Like this week. You see, see, well, um, yeah, yeah. I see. Mm. House MD. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it was called House MD, not just House. Oh, Lucy uh, poked a hole in that shitty joke. Um, yeah, I've been, <laughs> I, I'm literally in, in uh, uh, my flat, my previous flat where there's cleaning supplies podcast supplies a couple beer and that's about it even the podcast was moved this morning so uh i haven't really played many games 
except for some Battlefield 1 with uh, one Ben Nother on the new maps, which I think he's going to talk about too. So I'll hand over to you if you want to say something other than Battlefield 1. Otherwise, Lucy will remain bored and we'll just talk Battlefield 1. Yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep right now. I've not been playing anything else, really. Um, Do you like how I ignored your emphatic, no, no, just just keep going there and I just want to... Just Battlefield 1 and Pokemon Go have been my sort of two um, kind of games this week, really. Um, Obviously, Pokemon Go, whilst I've been out and about um, uh, walking sort of with Evelyn... Um, and actually, I, I've kind of poked Battlefield One, but I've had a few evenings where I've just crashed out, and I've just been so tired that I've kind of just ignored games. I've stuck a couple of things on Netflix and just gone, nah, I'm just not in the mood Ooh, what, for what, it tonight. Yeah. What, did you um, I, I, what did I watch on Netflix? Oh God, um, I was gonna watch Over the Top, but I decided against oh, it. I'm so sad um, you did that. I I finished Iron Fist. Eh. What a bunch of shite. Yeah, um, I, what, uh, yeah you could have watched <laughs> over the top like six times. Yeah, I could have. I could have. Um, actually, the uh, delving into Netflix here, um, I've actually watched a, a program called Frontier, which is um, a, a series about the fur trade in um, North America and Canada. Okay. Is this in Douglas the... fir or some other kind of pine tree? <laughs> mostly beaver and seal I believe um, uh, it stars uh, Jason Momoa who was okay. Carl Drogo in Game of Thrones he's going to be yeah. Aquaman as well yeah. yes yes um, but it's it doesn't just revolve around him there's loads of other characters there's a big ensemble cast I didn't know any of the other actors like personally but well yes personally and <laughs> from previous works uh, but they all get quite equal screen time, uh, but it's it's unlike Iron Fist. It's not slow. There's good See, fights. People get the shit beaten out. That's of not them. my problem with Iron Fist. Is the fact that the pacing is. It's not that it's slow. It's that nothing happens. I'm okay with slow, <laughs> but it's so much is a, a revolving around an inconsequential company based on the way that people that people give it like credence and then it's just fuck nothing matters and then when there are fights it, they're so over the top choreographed when they're supposed to be like like they lost the netflix rawness because he's supposed yeah, to be the world's completely. best martial artist that he ends up looking like really a performer not. yeah um but mostly yeah. who, okay before we leave tv land because we're not out of lives or um but uh who was the character you found had the most interesting character arc? Ward. In in Iron Fist. Yeah. In most interesting character arc. Uh, probably, oh shit, what's her name? Colleen? Oh, Colleen Wing, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, she was probably one of the better characters. I thought they kind of wrote her characters. off as generic, oh, bait and switch. Well, yeah, she was, but... Who else was there? Ward. Um, what's the re- I think that Ward actually had the oh, most Ward. dynamic oh, yeah, okay. uh, character yeah. arc. Yeah. Um, I don't bit, like the guy, but he was way closer to a protagonist than Danny Rand was. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I, I really struggled with... Um, with oh, I, I can't remember the character's surname. Claire, the nurse. Uh, 
Yeah. I, I really struggled with her That's in because this they series. just I assumed you knew her from in... the previous series, so they didn't develop yes, her at all. She's she's in everything. Yeah, yeah I didn't mind Poorly. her in the previous series. I didn't hmm. I didn't mind her in Luke Cage. I thought she worked quite well in that. She'd already been in, in the other two um, series. But in this, she kind of just felt shoehorned in. She just didn't yeah. need to be she, there. She, she just always seems she like that. She's, she's like... She's like Morgan Freeman. She's always there to explain what's going on. Like, <laughs> she just there's an expedition with penguins. Yeah. Like, what was that yeah. about? Uh, I, uh, I definitely felt like she, she especially when they're like, we're going to China. She's like, I'm coming too. And they're, none of them would say the obvious, which is, what the fuck are you going to contribute to trying to assassinate this lady? And then when they get to the place, she's like, I'll just stay here. And they're like, that's good. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, you guys you aren't there? even like what's, trying what's as writers, and then and then like when things don't turn out that great. Spoiler alert! Huh? Um, she's like, I should never go to China with you guys, and it's like, yeah, no shit, no one wanted you there. This is the worst writing ever. Also, why did your voice get squeaky? That was a super because weird it's... directorial uh, addition. I was gonna. I thought that was a really solid impression. Yeah, I sound I sounded just like Rosario Dawson. <laughs> yes, you did. You I did. thought it was a waste um, of her as an actress because I think she's really good. Yeah, yeah I really yeah. like her in the other ones. But yeah, I watched all of two episodes and I gave up. Good. <laughs> um, I also don't think you've missed anything towards the Defenders, which was basically the only reason yeah. people stuck through it. Yeah, I imagine he's just going to be in the background of the Defenders. He's going to be like the. The cab driver. Oh, I actually think he might be because he's the sworn enemy of the hand, and all the defenders have pushed <sighs> against the hand. Uh, my worry is that they're going to make him front and center. No, they yeah, be like Danny, would... you've been through enough. You know, let's do it. <laughs> chill, chill out, man. Just, just, yeah. just relax. <laughs> the other thing is, <laughs> start the car. I don't know what this says about me. I kind of know what this says about me. But like all the previous uh, Netflix superhero series, definitely made me want to drink whiskey, except this one. Oh, Unless yeah. Ward was yeah. on scene, and then by the time his like real drug addiction <laughs> came in, I didn't want whiskey either. But like Jessica Jones and Daredevil, it was like, man, I could go for a yeah. whiskey. Holy whiskey. shit, this stuff works! Things, and it was like, that's what's missing. <laughs> this series has not enough whiskey pushing. Even Luke Cage hasn't whiskey. had enough whiskey pushing, and he didn't even really drink whiskey. Yeah, and I Good. don't drink whiskey, and I wanted to drink whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall we shall finish the Netflix talk there. But I will let you know that if you really want something to watch. And drink whiskey too. I, I see they just put Mad Men on UK Netflix. Oh, that's also nothing one happens. Of those, yeah. Nothing happens in Mad Men, but you can drink a lot of whiskey as you yeah. go. Uh, there's some sexual um, assaults. No, wait. Uh, hmm. Ooh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll finish there for the week. I think. Um, let's chat beers to round off the episode. Lucy, what did you prefer out of the two that you had? I preferred the first beer that I drank, which is the Earl Grey IPA from. Marble Brewery. Um, the Trippel from Six Degrees North and Cloudwater. That was that was nice, um, but it was a bit too syrupy and sweet um, for my taste. Mm. But that Earl Grey IPA, I mean, it does exactly what it says on the tin. It tastes like you know Earl Grey. Smells like IP um, Earl Grey. It's yeah. a nice. Um, well, it's six point eight percent, but you could never tell that. It, it feels more like a session IPA, but nice. yeah, it was very refreshing, um, very clean, very, very crisp. Um, so yeah, El Grey IPA for me, and I believe Good. it's got quite a high rating on Great Beer. So look out for that if you can. Ooh. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, Adol, same question. Um, 
I actually uh, was sort of more impressed with the Guinness than you would think. And um, the, the uh, Bristol Beer Factory, uh, sorry, the new Bristol Brewery, uh, Ooh La La, rather, um, I thought there could be, there were just wasn't a lot going on in it as an Amber mm. Ale. I thought it was, I mean, it was a little sweet, um, yeah. but overall there wasn't, I, I was expecting more depth of flavor. Yeah, um, sure. So sure. It, it's sort of a weird thing where I like the Ulala and I like the um, the West Indies Porter, but the context is super important. Like the reason why I like the West Indies Porter is because I wasn't expecting it to have that much depth. And yeah. the reason why I only like the Ulala was because it ha- I thought it would have more depth. So I think the Ulala edges out the West Indies Porter, but I was surprised at how close my opinion was. Yeah, okay, okay. It is good. It is. It's nice to have a couple of beers that are sort of so close to each other. Um, Bottleneck and bottleneck, if you will. Nice, nice. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go for New Bristol Brewery, ooh la la, um, because the Guinness rye is just too one note. It's just too much rye. There's just nothing else going on. And I know you were saying the ooh la la doesn't have a huge depth to it, but... You do have it's stages to the flavour. Yeah, yeah. It's not just yeah, yeah. You 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 do have a, a lovely bitterness sort of towards the end of the of the ooh la la, um, and there's there's a, a small note going on. Um, whereas yeah, the rye is just one note. There's not much to it. It's fine. It's a nice beer, but I'd much rather have yeah. an ooh la la than I would another perhaps uh, we of should, rye pale. Um, try and swap. Guinness beers for next week or in a subsequent week, and just see what we yeah. think of the other ones. Yeah, definitely. If we can, if we can find them, it's a good idea. Um, I will say that I don't know if I can uh, find any yes. of them in several weeks' time. When you're back from yeah. Canada, we shall try and do that. Um, I will say that New Bristol Brewery um, have disappeared for a little while. They've sort of been absent from the bottle market for about a year, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and they've just been concentrating on cask and keg. That's right. Yeah, uh, to their to their own uh, brew pub in Bristol and to sort of surrounding. Um, surrounding pubs uh but we've been told from the uh, the gentleman in the bottle shop that he's been told they're starting to up their bottle production yeah. a little more bottle production so we should start seeing them out a little bit more so you know um in our first sort of i suppose 10 20 episodes we had a few new bristol brewery beers um so we might start to see them a little bit more uh, hopefully yeah because i really enjoy their very... beers and sometimes it's yes, hard to find yes. a, a pub carries them it is but they're coming into a very competitive bristol beer scene aren't they um so it'd be interesting to see what they bring out and how they sustain it um but that is us for this week adel if people want to get hold of you sir they can do so on twitter at the omniarc but why don't you tell us how they get hold of you on console at the omniarc Without Steve. the ad sign. Oh, the same. Yeah, Good. it's the yes. same thing on all the things. All the things. You know Good. this. All the things. Convenient. Uh, Lucy, on Twitter, your uh, beer irresistible underscore yep. and indie marathon uh, yes. for all the latest indie releases every week. Yeah. Uh, but if they want to get hold of you on console or gaming platform of choice, it's different. It is indeed. It is Juicy Loose 9, all lowercase. Nice. Uh, if you want to get hold of myself, I'm at Nova underscore 47. We'll drop the at for the PS4 and Steam. 
you have to add a little bit more to sting but then we'll talk about that later um, and if you want to get hold of the podcast it's tanked up underscore cast on twitter or tanked up cast at gmail.com for long form communications give us your thoughts on beer give us your thoughts on games tell us exactly what you think about both please and as Adol will put in if I don't go to iTunes give us a five star rating because we're excellent or whatever rating ratings you are, like. Ratings reviews matter because that's what podcasts feed on. And uh, we'd like to reach more people. So the shortcut to that is you telling your friends and family. I don't know why I said that. Yes. Anyone you think is interested in video games and beer uh, about us. Um, but if you don't know people like that, iTunes ratings reviews are the way of reaching people who might be interested as well. If you don't know people like that, you know us. We're like that. Talk to us. Yeah. Recommend the podcast to us. We'll still no. appreciate it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that's true, yes. What kind of <laughs> stupid trap are you setting, you idiot? <laughs> Sorry, I've had a few beers Good. before I came here. It's fine. It's that's fine, how sweetheart. it should be. Let's finish. Oh, just to remind you, go to outoflives.net for articles, other podcasts on the network, uh, and we appreciate any of the support that you give us. For another week, we have been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye. No standoff this week. Bye. <laughs> I'm I'm sad you wasted some of your free time on 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 Iron Fist. It was, yeah. I I I do like how we were both sort of so disgusted with it that neither of us bothered to stop the like. We've never devolved into stupid TV show talk. And it's like, it was balls. Yeah, it was really balls.